Welcome back to the episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickett and Eric Johnson joining you here on a Friday. Seattle, the Kraken, recently drafted their team. We're going to go over their roster here in a couple of moments. But Minor spoiler, tonight, not good. Not Minor good. Was not it good? good? To say the least. But tonight is round one of the National Hockey League expansion draft. Or, oh, entry draft, my bad. Regular draft, yeah. Regular draft, round one. I'm sorry, I was in such an expansion draft mood. And uh, even with that broadcast on ESPN, I'm actually still in an expansion draft mood, believe it or not, even after that whole, oh, just. Debacle. Let's call it a debacle of a broadcast. Yeah, that's a good word for it. But pick one, still still kind of up for debate tonight. Technically, yes. I've heard a couple names getting thrown out there. It's still most likely Owen Power, the defenseman in Michigan. Uh, today's trade, I think, kind of put the nail in the proverbial coffin of that happening. Um, so I'm going to say Power does go one. But this yeah. Is Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo did just make a trade, as you said. They traded Rasmus Ristolainen to the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for Robert Haig, a first, the 13th pick, which is the 13th pick tonight, uh, a second and a seventh. Is that what it is? No, just a second. A second, a first, and Robert Hay. You know what? Oh, wow. Round of applause. Kevin Adams. Yeah, it's good to see Buffalo win one every once in a while. And they might, be, might be Buffalo's best day in years. Today. Yeah. And who knows? Still a lot of time left. Maybe Jack Eichel is on the move, too. A team that could be a suitor for him, the New York Rangers, trading Pavel Buchnevich to the St. Louis Blues in exchange for Sammy Blaine, a second-round pick. It's clearing cap. Yeah, and a move like I understand is clearing cap, but I still think you could have gotten more for him. Oh, you absolutely could have. Uh, late heard, first, probably. Yeah, I've heard other names getting thrown out there besides Sammy Blay, but you probably could have gotten more. Yeah, they know he scored twenty goals this year. They just didn't want to wait any longer. They just wanted to make the move. That's what it seems like. Chris Drury's start in New York. I, it, it's been a rocky start to say the least. Like you better get Eichel. Yeah, you kind of have to at this point. Are we at the you better get Eichel phase? We're almost there. But the the biggest trade, the biggest trade of the day so far has to be taking place out in the Western Conference. The Vancouver Canucks acquiring Oliver Ekman Larson and uh, Connor Garland from the Arizona Coyotes in exchange for the ninth overall pick, Louis Erickson, uh, Antoine Roussel. Beagle. Jay Beagle. Jay Beagle. And he got a second and a seventh with it. Yeah, and Arizona retains 12% salary on the Ekman Larson contract. Ekman Larson under contract for still another six years at 825. Uh, that number's going to be a little bit lower with the 12% retained salary, but still, they're yeah, running headfirst into a salary cap problem. I think it's going to be around seven. In they're still they're still running into a uh, running headfirst into a salary cap problem there as Horvat's contracts up in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, Pedersen's going to need a new contract soon. Now. Hughes, yeah, they're both Besser, Besser's contract is up in a year. Besser's name's been on the block. Maybe could be moved tonight. Could potentially get moved maybe tonight. Do I think he gets moved? No, but we'll see. There's no better night for it than the NHL draft when uh, picks are flying. Maybe some You think anything happens with Eichel tonight? Um... We're two hours away. It's almost at the point where I feel like if, if it doesn't happen tonight. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
You know, he's going to start the season in Buffalo. And then you have the whole, you know, the, uh, the trade clause kicks in, which is, which is a big problem because if you're Buffalo right now, you can work around it. You can go to the highest bidder. It doesn't really matter. But once that no trade clause kicks in, Jack Eichel is going to have the final say on where he's going. And it could lead to a significantly smaller package coming back. Top five teams in on Eichel right now in no particular order. Rangers, Wild, Kings, Ducks, Montreal. Those are the five that are currently in on Jack Eichel. To what degree? To be decided. Who knows? There's no way to possibly know what teams are offering because nothing is leaking. It's just that the, the price that Buffalo wants in return is massive. Massive for Jack Eichel. Uh, yeah, but you saw what they got for Ristolainen. You know, they got a first, a second to Robert Haig, which is more than anybody was willing to pay. And apparently there were multiple teams that were yeah. offering 20 picks I, alone for Risto. I mean, the early, you know, discussion when it comes to Ristolainen was it was going to be a second or third and maybe a prospect. But seeing that large large package the Philadelphia Flyers gave up. It is, it, it, it take, makes you take a step back because I don't think there's any other team in the National Hockey League willing to offer anything close like that. Kevin Adams really sold the, hey, look what Taylor Hall did once he left message in terms of Rasmus Ristolainen. You saw Wachinski tweet that? I did. I did. That, that was a great tweet. I just read on Twitter, it is the nine-year anniversary of Rick Nash getting traded to the Rangers. From is Kansas. there any other message you can sell with players coming out of Buffalo, especially struggling players like Aristolina? I mean, no. Aristolina's value was low when he was rumored to be interested at the hands of New Jersey. It was for a second and a prospect. Yeah. and Not Haig yeah. first and a second. I mean. Haig is a roster player. Yeah. And they're getting the 13th overall pick in this year's draft, which – could yield a very good player for them. They might still be a player in trading up back into the top 10 because I know the rumors leading up to this week was that Buffalo wanted two picks in the top 10 with William Eklund on their mind. We'll see. I've heard it. I still have heard Eklund could go first overall. Yeah. We're still just, talking about that. He's not even the top forward in this draft to me. I'm, I'm fairly certain it's Matty Beneers. It is Matty. That, that with the added value of being a centerman who's most likely going to Seattle tonight pending disaster. I wouldn't really call taking Beneers one a disaster. No, I'm saying for Seattle if they don't take him. At yeah. Unless, unless they feel like going defense. Yeah. Because there's know. abundance of that at the top of the draft. I still think. Anah- Anaheim at three is the wild card. Yeah, I, I, I still think. I'm thinking either. Gauthier or Eklund? I don't. You mean, think, you mean Dylan Gunther? Gunther, that's it. Yeah. I don't think they go defense again for the second straight season. Yeah, I, I don't know. The only way I can see him going defense again is if power somehow falls to three. And that, that, that is looking that, very unlikely. That is too good a value to pass up. Yeah, but they took Drysdale last year. I don't know. It's an interesting team. I still think Anaheim, there's a decent chance they trade that pick. I think because of the value they have, I think they're the front runner for Jack Eichel. 
because Buffalo is not being shy about the fact that they want that third overall pick. No. And it could be a massive package comeback to Anaheim where you see Jack Eichel and maybe Sam Reinhart with a ton of stuff kicked in. I think at that point, if you're Anaheim, you have to part ways with Trevor Zegers as much as you hate doing that. But if you can land both Reinhardt and Eichel and maybe, maybe move Gibson. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Definitely not a part of that deal. And it's another deal. Maybe I know Toronto has been linked to John Gibson for what seems like two years now, but if you can land those two top players, you're really only a couple pieces away from being a competing team at that point. Especially in a Pacific division. That's yeah. You have your teams like in Edmonton, who's probably the cream of the crop of the Canadian team, especially in the Northwest. But if you look at that, I mean, Anaheim, you're better than you're better than Edmonton at that point, I think, or you could compete with them at least in a seven game series. I think you're better than Calgary. I think you're better than LA. I think you're better than Seattle. I think you're better than San Jose. I think you're better than Vancouver. And I think you're not better than Vegas, Vegas being at the top of the division all alone, but take the California and Canadian teams. I think you're better than them or at least you're competing with them for a top four spot in the division. I completely forgot that Vegas and Colorado are not going to be in the same division next year. Yeah. At least it leads up to the fact that we could have a Western conference final. And but, again, this is presumed, this is with Arizona moving to the central as well. Yeah. So that opens up the door a little bit for a Western conference final between Colorado and Vegas in the future, but there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding the Colorado Avalanche right now. Gabriel Landeskog, not under contract. Seems like they lowballed him a little bit. It uh, looks like he is destined to test free agency. And if you lose him, what's the state of the franchise at that point? I mean, you're losing your captain. Yeah, and probably your second or third best forward. Like, Nathan McKinnon is still great. It's, it doesn't take – I still think they're a playoff team. But that's a big piece. Yeah, they're, they're still probably winning the division. Um, I think. Yeah, probably. That third spot in the Central is not going to be great because I think one, two is going to be Colorado, Minnesota, and then you got to split it up between Winnipeg, St. Louis, Nashville, Dallas, Chicago, and Arizona. So, yeah, not pretty. It's going to be Arizona. Arizona's become full on sellers after trading for Taylor Hall two years ago and making their push. A lot of things have gone wrong. A lot of things. In the desert. And, it, really, you know, it started last offseason when Eichel yeah. said, well, not when Eichel, when Ekman Larson said, I'll either go to Vancouver or Boston. Well, he got his wish. Yeah, eventually. A couple, couple of years, uh, a couple of uh, months later, but, you know, here we are. It's looking like Zach Hyman will be a Edmonton Oiler on an outrageous contract. They're, they're working on a compensation, right? Yeah, I think that's the only holdup in it. And as we speak, Chicago is trying their damnedest to pry away Seth Jones. I think they get that done by tonight. I do, too. Columbus is going to have a lot of draft capital here over the next couple seasons. They're they're definitely a team. They're another one of those teams that things were looking up a couple of years ago. Now here we are back in full rebuild. Seattle has – Seven picks tonight, or not seven picks tonight, but like seven picks in seven rounds. One pick per round. Yeah. Um, 
So let's take a look at Seattle's roster. Yes, roster. I think we did decent with the yeah, we did. We didn't do awful. We definitely drafted better teams than they did. We've definitely done worse. We did worse with Vegas. Yeah. So goaltending, I mean, I, I don't understand the jo- the Joey Decord pick. Um, Your other, options were, sec, your other options were big contracts or Chris Tierney. Yeah, and they drafted a roster where you look at it and you think, oh, a lot of side deals. But there were none. There's one. One. Yeah, Tyler Pitlick going to Calgary for a fourth. That doesn't even scream side deal to me. You know? It's like, just, it's, it's like after the fact type of thing. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like Mark Mathot to Dallas. Um, their defense isn't bad. I like the pick of Vince Dunn. I like that pick better than Tarasenko. Uh, I like signing Adam Larson. Alexiak's going to be a good piece there, even though I do think they gave him way too much term. And a little bit too much money. Yeah. They also gave him a no trade. Yeah, which is interesting. But once you get past Jared McCann, Eberle, and Yanni Gord, who's out a couple months here after shoulder surgery. Not a couple. I think it's only going to be like one month to start the year, though. Yeah, but I mean a couple months yeah. as of right now. Mm-hmm. Recovery time from the surgery. He's definitely going to miss training camp and all that. And the start of the regular season, which starts October 12th, I believe. I don't like the roster. No. You know, after seeing what Vegas did, I mean, this is a little bit of a snapback to reality. After seeing what Vegas did, the most fresh thought you have in your mind of an expansion team is a team going to the Stanley Cup in their first season of play, where when Vegas came into the league, your most fresh thought of an expansion team was Columbus, who struggled for, you know, 12 years. Yeah, and people need to, to realize, because I saw people on Twitter saying, oh, my God, this and the other thing. What Vegas did is not normal. No. No, that's probably never going to happen again. But also, we talked about, you know, Seattle possibly side deals, accumulating picks, building for the future. They didn't even do that, though. And you look yeah. at their roster, there's no real players there who you're going to move for future draft capital. Seven picks to, um, in the draft this weekend. That's it. Your normal I'll draw. Around. Your normal draw. You're a, you're a regular team now. That's it. Well, I, don't like, I don't like what Ron Francis did. And the Ron Francis press conference afterwards, there was there was a little bit of, I don't know. He explained a lot of things, yeah. why he did what he did. Yeah, but it's like, I don't care about the reason. I just see the result and I don't like it, you know? You good for some devil's draft rumors? Sure. Alexander Holtz is at William Eklund's house right now. Um, I don't see that as a rumor. Do you? Yeah, you know, they're best friends. Yeah. Friends with friends. Imagine I'm, sure, I'm sure Jack Hughes is at Luke Hughes' house right now. But imagine if they're teammates. And I'm sure Graham Clark is at Brant Clark's house. Right house right now. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see that one as a rumor there. I still think Luke Hughes is. I'm 80, 80, 80, 10, 10. I'm, I'm 75 percent sure, Luke. I'm 80-10-10, Hughes, 10%, uh, Eklund, 10% Brant Clark. I do think those are the only three options, though. And two of the three are most likely going to be available. Yeah. Minimum. Most likely. Yeah. Do I know um, or no, but who knows? But, I, I mean, 
the, the you look at the roster and you bet you know, why did they willingly choose this roster? Why is Max Domi not on this team? Cough, cough, Columbus. I, I just don't get it, you know? Really? Ron Francis is already setting up to be out of there in four years. <laughs> Hate to say it. Chris Dreger is going to get peppered. He's not going to have any goal support in Seattle. I can't wait to see what that power play looks like because I guarantee it's not going to be great. And not only does putting that roster together hurt you in a just a team-building sense, if you're a free agent and you're looking at that roster, you're going, why? Why would I want to play with that? Right after the expansion draft ended, we put this in JFresh, the same tool we used to make and our expansion team. It got decent results. Decent results, but that power play was bad. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. It was like, was it zero? Was, well, no, it wasn't that penalty kill, I thought it was. Well, special teams in general. They both weren't great. But your penalty kill usually is not going to yield positive war. Usually if it stays around even, you're good. But the analytics loved it. It's easy to believe it's not going to be a good team. I I just don't – I don't like it at all. You don't, huh? All right. I I don't either, but, you know. This wasn't wasn't going to be an incredibly long episode by any means, but I want to talk about – what's going on in major league baseball because starting next season we will have a new team name and we're talking about fumbling the bag when it comes to seattle let's talk fumbling the bag when it comes bag when it comes to the cleveland indians Guardians. yeah not the cleveland baseball team the guardians really shout out though to the new york guardians of the xfl oh man they should have been the spiders they had it they had it. They yeah. fumbled it. But, like, did you see the video that they posted? I did. They had Tom Hanks. He's not from Cleveland. I say, he's not a fan of the team, is he? He was born in Concord, California. By the way, in the uh, in the group chat, I just sent what the jerseys are going to look like next year. Oh, did they release that? Yeah, they released the jerseys, too. It's in the group chat. I imagine it looks it's – it's just the regular Indians jerseys. Yeah. If you scroll through them, it's just it's literally the same jerseys. But also, that baseball logo with the G wings. The G wings. What the hell is that? <laughs> the G wings. Now I can't think of anything else besides that. Could have been uh, better. Yeah, shout out though to the XFL. No creativity. They got they got this right from the team in MetLife Stadium, and I know it. No creativity whatsoever from. What they really say was it was um. I would have rather had the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns again. Yeah. What, well, back what in the days we have two teams, same name, same city. There was like two statues that guarded a, a bridge. I think that's why they called themselves the Guardians. I believe. I think that's what it was. Oh, yeah. Our offensive line coach got fired. Yeah, Vikings offensive line coach gets fired for refusing to take the vaccine. This is going to lead to lawsuits. Oh, most definitely. Now New England did the same. Is that what it is? Or is the offensive line coach not coming back? Yeah, the offensive line coach not coming back, I think, because of – Is he fired or did he make that decision? Uh, Let me read – Because that's a big step in it. 
The the coach for the Vikings was straight up fired. Patriots co-offensive line coach Cole Popovich won't be with the team in 21 in a decision related to COVID vaccine and NFL guidelines, according to Mike Rice. That's from Schefter. Yeah, see, I'm not sure. That could be any way, you know? So there's room for interpretation there. Yeah. A lot of room. I don't know, but it should be an exciting night around the NHL. Uh, I'm really, really excited. Free agency coming Tuesday, NBA free agency coming soon. I told you. I told you last episode. I told you the NBA Finals was going to be over by now. And here we are. And here we are. This Bucks came roaring back right after the podcast ended. And what is your trade? What is You did say that. You said the Bucks are going to win tonight. They're going to be champs tonight. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. Here we are, Milwaukee's champions. What is your trade-off? Devontae Adams is not happy. Yeah, and contract negotiations have stopped there, and it seems like everybody's starting to jump ship in Green Bay. Did you see what Zadarius Smith tweeted? No. Give me the give me a realtor in Green Bay ASAP. No. Oh, man. Poor Jordan Love. Just stuck in the middle of this. You hate to see it, don't you? Yeah. Hey, small price to pay, Eric, for you losing to the Lions. I've 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 been I've been waiting a while for whatever. Uh, the Lions just gonna win the division now. It's whatever. The Jared Goff led Detroit Lions. Yeah, man went to the Super Bowl. More than you can say about Kirk Cousins. Only Jared. say what you want. Only two quarterbacks in that division have been to a Super Bowl. <laughs> Montreal Canadiens announced Carey Price underwent knee surgery today, and his recovery period is ten to twelve weeks. That's it, huh? That's it. Ten to twelve, three months. Back in time, about a month into the season. For for essentially opening night. Hmm. Oh, yeah, schedule drop. Really scared off Seattle. Yeah. Well, that's not why they didn't pick Carey Price. I'm Had nothing sure, to do with the knee. I'm sure it was a contributing factor. It was cap space. Yeah. But cap space coupled with injury, I mean. Seattle has a ton. Yeah, great. Find me somebody's going to want to play with that team. I, like. <laughs> At least they got their captain, Mark Giordano, who should be the first captain in Kraken history. Would have been Tyler Johnson had they take them. I don't know. I still think Giordano is more of a leader. By the way, I want to apologize. It was not Jake Bean that got picked. I do want to send my apologies for those who are like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Jake Bean, and then it wasn't Jake Bean. I'm sorry. However, Jake Bean is currently shopped around for a second-round pick. You know who's not worth the second round pick? <laughs> Morgan Geeky. <laughs> you know who's what are the hurricanes doing? Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Alex Nadelkovich going to Detroit for a third and Jonathan Bernier, who is a UFA. You got all because Iserman. they didn't want to go to arbitration with Nadelkovich. You just got Eiserman, son. What is wrong with him? What is wrong with Carolina? They picked up the phone from Stevie Y. And they got what? They got brainwashed immediately? Pretty much. Unbelievable. They had their goal. They're they're a team that struggled with goaltending since Cam Ward's like fourth year there. Since then, they've rolled through Scott Darling, Reimer, Mrazek, McElhaney. And they finally look like they found the answer to Alex Nadelkovich, and now he's at Detroit Red Wings. There's got to be more than just Cam Ward. Was it really just Cam Ward right to Peter Morazic, or was there something? No, there was more stuff in between their goalies I don't remember. Kevin Weeks was there. 
I mean, it seemed like right after Cam Ward won that. Michael Stanley Layton Cup, was there. Yeah, it seemed like right after Cam Ward won that Stanley Cup, they were looking for a way to replace him. Because the Cam Ward replacement process took like five years. Because every year it was, oh, Cam Ward's going to get traded. Cam Ward's going to get traded. And eventually he ends up on the Blackhawks. But it was like five years past the first rumor, the first trade rumor. And they replaced him with Peter Mrazek. Yeah. After burying Scott Darling in Charlotte. So congrats on Jonathan Mernier. Who's not even re-signed yet. And they don't know if he will. Not signed. There's no extension talks currently in place for Ristoline and Philly either, from what I've heard. None right off the bat. Good. Do you feel like it would have taken one more piece to get Jones if you were Philly? But Jones like, didn't want to sign an extension. Yeah, but Ristoline might not either. <laughs> that, that tough, tough deal. <laughs> That's so tough. It's a tough scene. You give up three assets and potentially, potentially not getting rest line for more than one season. That's great. Oh, man. If, if they don't make the playoffs. The, the, the Metropolitan Division is in shambles at the moment. It, it's, it's crumbling before our very Crumbling last. around New Jersey. You, it's not you, know who's, you know who's loving this right now? Lou. <laughs> the Islanders must be loving it. The Penguins. Yeah. Pen- Penguins with their own problems. Peng- but the Penguins issues – Listen, I'm fairly certain that's a team that's going to roll with Casey DeSmith and Tristan Jerry for another season. So I do too, even though they were poorly in on Freddie Anderson. Not happening. They'll roll with those two again. Lou is the happiest guy right now. Yeah. Uncertainties in Washington. I think Kevin Adams is kind of happy too. Kevin Adams is in our division. Oh, that's right. I'm still I'm still in a funk from all the division training changing. It's awful. Well, it's not it's not really. I mean, you just look what they happened a couple of years ago, and it was you know. I'm st- like I'm still thinking Carolina's in the Atlantic. Yeah, that's gonna be a rude awakening. Columbus is probably happy. Columbus Granted, is- as happy as you could be considering what you were two years ago. Columbus may make some moves though. But they're hoarding draft picks. Just. Bring them in. Yeah. Save so 40 picks tonight. That's going to wrap up this episode. The NHL draft should be fun tonight. Uh, we'll be back with you on Tuesday to break down NHL free agency, which is the following day, the 28th. You going to be on Tuesday? I don't know. We will see. As of right now, it's a we will see. So it's probably the same for me. It's probably a we will see as well. Yeah. So we might need to either bring it back or push it out a day. Yeah. So Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll be sometime. Middle of next week. The first three days of next week? Yeah. So when it'll be? You won't know. Every episode. Also give my review about I'm gonna give my review of Fenway. Too. Oh right, you're heading up there this weekend. Yeah. That was a wild game last night. Speaking of wild, wild pitches from uh Brooks Krisky. Dude. The Red Sox had no business win that game nope. last night. None whatsoever. None. None. And then Chad Green and Brooks Prisky just get it done for the I, I watched the end of that game, and I thought to myself, man, it feels like I'm watching the Mets. Yeah. yeah. I really did. Yeah. It's bad. From a, from a fan of the Mets, I was like, that feels like I'm watching the Mets. It's bad. Well, I mean, you got the COVID out. 
Yeah. He's on this roster because of COVID. They're on this roster because of COVID. They're on this roster because of COVID. Literally, the bottom half of the lineup, you can make that excuse for. Yeah, but the bottom half of the lineup is the half of the lineup section producer. Yeah. Well, every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get podcasts. We will see you mid-next week for that episode. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a fuller crew then. We're just playing it by ear right now. But we will see you next week for the episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast. <laughs>